Hey everybody, it's your girl who swirls, Chris Karazin from Beyond Black and White. And um, right now I am just trying to get my buddy on who is going to be joining us for this special um, live chat. His name is Colin Flaherty. I like saying his name. Um, he's, he's, a he's Irish. I was going to say something not PC, but since we're talking about things that are not PC, I'm going to behave myself because, you know, the creed is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So I'm going to be nice and not say what I was thinking when I was thinking about Colin's last name. So Colin Flaherty is a conservative. Um, he has made some waves. Um, he has a book out called White Girl Bleed a Lot. And it has, um, it's controversial because it talks about the criticism Colin has for um, the mainstream media not covering an issue that he believes um, is happening, and that is that these these mobs of of. Um, Whoops! I gotta plug my headphone in. Sorry. Hey, you! I was just talking about you. Your ears must have been burning. Hold on. Can you can you keep talking? I can't hear you right now. I, Hold on. I can hear you. I can hear you fine. You got your mic and everything. Fancy. You are so fancy, Colin. Can you hear me? Okay. You can't hear me. You must not be able to hear me. Can you hear? The thing with Google Hangouts, it's a brilliant... It's a brilliant idea, this whole Google Hangout thing. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So here's what I'm going to do. Colin, sign out and then sign back in. Let me change headphones. Okay. Okay, so while Colin is getting, changing his headphones, I was just telling, I was just telling the audience, Colin, that you have a book out called White Girl Bleed a Lot, and it's the under, it's about a criticism of the underreporting of um, African American teenagers who are in these sort of moms that are going around, you know, beating people up. Can you hear me? I guess not. And hello, shout out to the 16 people who are listening right now. Colin, can you hear me? Because I can hear you good. Testing, testing, can you hear me? I can. You can. Give me your hand signal if you can hear me. Okay, I can. Okay, I didn't okay. see what I can do here. Sign out and then sign. Sign out and sign back in. Poor Colin. He wants to talk to me. He's trying to figure it out. I can tell. I can almost see him thinking right now. How can I make this work? Okay. So we're going to keep going until Colin figures this out. Colin, can you hear me? I'm just going to go ahead and interview... Uh, introduce the subject matter that um, the reason why we're doing this special hangout and it has to do with the really crazy interview that I had earlier this week on the Reverend Jesse Peterson show. Colin, I can hear you. Oh, man. Um, Okay, I can't hear you. Okay. So sign 
out. Read the thing that I'm saying. Okay. So here's what I think I'm going to do. Um, since Colin is not able to get on the call, I am going to send out this invitation. Colin, can you hear me? Yes. Yay, you can hear me. What did you do that was different? So you want to next time. Secret. No, you can't. You have to tell me because went, other people have had this problem. I went up into the settings and I just click started clicking on the settings and I didn't even click anything, but it, it, it worked. I see I, I mean here's the thing, like Google this is a brilliant thing, but it's not quite right yet. Wouldn't you agree? It's just not there's some bugs. They haven't gotten the kinks out yet. No, they haven't. So, all right. So why am I talking to the brilliant Colin Flaherty today? Now, because you would use some of that charm on Jesse Lee Peterson. You'd be in, you'd be on Sean Hannity's show right now. See, I need to be on Sean's show. I you tell him, put a bug in his ear. Tell him he needs to talk to me. I will. Okay. So, you know what? Can I just say? Can I, can I say one thing? Sure. I, um, I discovered this the hard, like the way you did. Because there's a little bit of a delay, people think we're talking over each other when we're not. Yes. Yeah, so I think that this is probably – I'm glad you mentioned that. So if you guys think that we're talking over each other or being rude to each other, we're not. This is totally not like the Jesse Peterson show when I was actually talked over. <laughs> that actually happened. Um, and I'm actually remotely doing this show, you guys, right now. I am in Los Angeles um, on the edges of Bel Air. I'm staying at the Hotel Angelino because I am going to the um, IMATS makeup show tomorrow. I'm very excited. So if you nice. notice that the, the, the surroundings are a little bit different, it's because I am not at home. So, all right, so we're going to go over really quick. So, Colin. I'm just going to set this up for everybody. You already know this already, but I'm going to just set this up for everybody who hasn't um, um, had the opportunity to, to know exactly what the, what the framework of the reason why we're having this conversation. So I was invited to the Jesse Peterson radio show, which is a syndicated conservative radio show, um, ostensibly to discuss interracial relationships and the rise of interracial relationships in the United States. And um, I the, the interview, I would say, for the first 15 minutes went okay, and then somewhere it sort of went off the rails. And it became what I perceive as bigoted. Um, there were some things that were said about black women. There were some things that were said about interracial relationships that I thought really crossed the line. And it was very disappointing because I feel like um, being conservative doesn't mean that you're a bigot. Right, Colin? Correct, Amanda. And I feel like when these things happen, it further separates the conservative cause because I am not you know I'm not a Democrat I'm registered independent I think I lean a lot towards um, conservative issues but then when things come up like this I feel like it turns people off who might have been um, maybe amenable to hearing the ideals and philosophies and um, what I think that Jesse and his producer didn't count on was that the huge number, because I, I think Jesse was under this impression that interracial relationships is some sort of liberal agenda. And the conservative men who are, 
you know, my fans who are married to black women took issue with that, and a bunch of them wrote letters to Jesse. Did you know that? I, I, I knew that. <laughs> okay, so let me just ask you, Colin, what did you think of the, what did you think of the interview? You, you, you know, listened, right? You know, of course I listened to it. Listen, I've read your book. I've read Jesse's book. You know, and I'm 99% sure of this. I think I'm the reason you got on the show. Because <laughs> uh, his producer just started following me on Twitter. And I said, hey, I just talked about Jesse on my podcast last night. Mm -hmm. He listened to it. You were on the same podcast. Oh, you okay. You and Jesse are both in my next book coming out March, coming out March the first. Be in your listen, book. Listen, Crystalline. I now. I am Crystalline. really famous now. Crystalline. Yeah. I don't even know if you know this. You're you're one of the most important people in America. You're kidding me. No, I never looked at your book as a dating book. Really? Never. Never. I read what did you read it as. I read it as a. Uh, I read it as a cry to start holding people responsible, because that's what my book's about. My book says there's an norm. Okay, let's tell people what my book is. Called yes. White Girl Bleed a Lot. Yep. It's about black mob violence, black on white crime, the knockout game, and how the media ignores it, condones it, justifies it, encourages it, lies about it, and everything but acknowledges it. So that's what I document. And that's what Je so Je Jesse Lee is kind of on the same thing. You believe it or not, you're on the same thing. You're on the thing of. I, oh yeah, your 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 book says. Listen, black women have to hold black men accountable, or start dating outside of your race. Period. Well, yeah. I mean, I Did honestly I just read your book. I was I was I was actually skeptical about this whole knockout game thing. I wasn't until I until I started paying attention, until I learned about your book, and then I actually met somebody who lost their entire front teeth, who lives in my city from a knockout game when he was a high schooler. He was completely ambushed. He had a concussion. He was in the hospital. He has a whole new set. He has false teeth in the front. He's like, this is all fake. I was, I was ambushed. I was part of the knockout game. I was like, oh, my God. The first thing I thought was you. I documented this and I made a video out of it. I actually wrote an ebook on it. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases. I document the knockout game, the violence, and the denial. But let's stick on your thing. Did I misread your book? Are you not no. are you not telling black women to to not date black men if they're not responsible for their for their own lives? What I do say, I'm honestly my motivation for writing that book was to give empower black women to have choice because a lot of times we are taught that we don't have a choice yeah, we exactly. like we we have to just you know endure um, try to work on the black man try to you know figure out how to help him so he can be marriageable and meanwhile quality women are sort of just, you know, withering on the vine, rotting on the shelf. And that was the message that I felt like Jesse Peterson was perpetuating where he said, um, you know, black women just need to, you know, wait for the right, you know, black man to come along and just stay virgins and, you know, just wait. And that kind of wrong thinking is what has gotten black women in the situation because they don't feel like they're free to entertain all of their options. So really swirling was about giving black giving black women the permission that they never thought they had, that they never knew that, that they never needed in the first place. Let me ask you let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. I already know the answer because I read your blog all the time. What happens when somebody comes onto your what happens when a black man comes onto your blog and he says, Crystalline, you don't understand all the stuff I've been through. You don't know the oppression, the joblessness, the, the AIDS, the alcoholism, the drug use, the criminality. Crystalline, what's the <laughs> matter with you? Right. Yeah. What, how our, often do you hear that? Our audience doesn't, is not having it. What do you say when, that, when he, somebody like that rolls in? We say, miss me with the excuses. We're, we don't have time for that. Go someplace else where you can get your ego massaged. You have made a wrong turn. 
it's a crystalline. That's what that's the most important. That's why your book is important. That's what liberals and a lot of people in this country refuse to do. That's why Jesse Lee Peterson is important. Here's my message to both you and Jesse. Mm -hmm. You didn't have any idea how important Jesse Lee Peterson is. You still don't. Jesse Lee Peterson had no idea who you are. I'm convinced of that. And you guys are so simpatico. You're saying so many important things. I'm just telling you, listen. I, re I listened to that stuff. If you want, you can pick this out, pick that out. Jesse Lee Peterson didn't know who you were. Okay? You got to go back on that show. I I'll write him a letter. I'll tell him who you are. And you got to go okay. back on that show because you're going to have a love fest next time you go on that show. Okay. Well, I so I recorded a couple clips. And I thought maybe we could go through it just for fun because, I mean, this is when it kind of went off the rails. So uh, let's listen to the first clip. Um, well, when I wanted to get married, I, I put together a, uh, a list of qualities that I wanted in a husband that didn't necessarily have to do with aesthetics or um, physical characteristics, but more of... Um, the, of, of the character that I wanted and um, you know I prayed about it and I was like God I don't care what coloring is I just you know want to you know to have these things and um, you know my parents were always they'd always told me I remember being eight years old and I asked my parents just to kind of get a rise out of them you know I was you know it was the 80s when I was eight and I was like what would you do if I married a white man I was just joking. I wasn't planning on marrying a white guy, but they were like, "Well, as long as they, as long as he treats you right and he loves you, we don't care if he's got he's pink with purple polka dots." And so that kind of stayed with me. And so when I really became earn, earnestly looking for a life partner, um, I found those characteristics in someone who just happened to be white, and I wasn't going to give that up be, um, for fear that people would criticize me. Well, you're not um, saying I wasn't, you're I wasn't going to not marry a wonderful person because I was going to be afraid what, you know, Aunt Jessie was going to say at the family reunion. <laughs> but you're not saying you prayed to God and he gave you a white man, are you? I'm saying I prayed to God and he gave and he helped me find my husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, that was when I knew Something was amiss, Colin. That's when Crystal, I knew. Crystal, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna rise and ask for a reset between you and Jesse Lee Peterson, because what you thought was going on was not good. What he, I'm just telling you, he didn't know who you are, and you got to and you but know what? what? But I'll, but I'll also tell you this: if he said, I mean, what does that matter? It matters a lot because he didn't know that you are one of the few voices out there demanding that everybody be held accountable for their own lives and if you're going to get married you know be ready to be married don't bring all this crazy stuff in and, and expect somebody to fix you that's an unbelievably important message and I'm just telling you you ought to get I think that's okay. important. but all right I it it gets increasingly worse though Colin uh, I I have some I of the best it. the highlights and I heard, I it, heard the whole thing so it, it wasn't just that because basically what I'm hearing you say is that if he had known that, you know, I, I share some of the same ideals, then he would feel different about interracial relationships. Because what he told me on that interview was that he's not for interracial relationships and that he, she, he agrees with um, some pretty bigoted ideals. I, did, I actually did not hear that on the interview. Okay. So I'm going to – I'm – and I listened very carefully. You listened carefully. Okay. So here we are. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have you listen to another clip. And this is from a woman from that's, New York. That, that caller, uh, listen, that's not, the caller is a joke. The caller okay. in no way reflects what Jesse is. I, you know, you know the crazy thing is? I know the caller. Oh, you know this caller. Yeah, I the sent her an email an hour ago. I sent, I sent her an email. Bluebird and Redbird. I sent her an email an hour ago. I said, were you on the Jesse Lee Peterson show a couple days ago? She said no. Really? That was her. I know who it is. Listen, uh -huh. 
it's like that person's nuts. You don't. That person has no relevance to you and what you and Jesse were talking about. I'm telling but you. here's the thing: if you if you listened to the full audio, then you know that he said at the end of it that he agreed with her. He they, said, I they, agree yeah, with Pollard. He picked up some tiny, tiny, tiny little insignificant thing, which you pointed out, the bone marrow thing. And, he, you know, listen, I'm just telling you, did you think Jesse Lee Peterson was really totally engaged? Or was he a busy talk radio guy that somebody said, okay, we're going to have some chick named Crystalline on here now, and she runs a dating service? That's who he thought you were, my guess. I'm just telling you, he didn't know who you were. I, I promise you that. I mean, but it's, it, it shouldn't matter whether I'm, a, you know, a, that I, it just shouldn't matter that he might have misunderstood how um, widespread if my he, influence if, was. If he knew who you were, no, I'm not even talking about influence. I'm just talking about your book. If he knew what your book was about, then the conversation would have gone an entirely different route. And it wouldn't have got down this little, you know, long and winding road that it went down. At the end of which, you're basically talking to a white nationalist from Philadelphia. And well, you know, I mean, that, those I don't, you know, I don't. Those people don't have anything to say to us. Mm -hmm. So okay, so let's let's just get on the whole topic of um, conservative men um, interested and or involved or married to black women. Um, there's there's an impression I think and is obviously wrong that conservative men would never entertain the possibility of dating outside of their race let alone a black woman when in fact I find that um, many conservative men are they're like they're, they're for the individual. They they judge people on individually, and they seem sometimes more fair than others. I mean, what do you say to that? I say, I say one word to that. Bingo. <laughs> okay, give me some more words. Come on, feed me. Okay. Feed me Listen, you just nailed it. And here's the thing. First of all, you know, when you say conservative men. The conservative is the adjective. The men is the important part. <laughs> That's okay. right. You're men. So I'm a guy. You're a woman. I'm looking at you, and I'm going, hey, this is all good, baby. This is all good. <laughs> so that's what guys are like. We don't care. And, and listen, I learned all this from reading your book, how men and women – I really, really liked your book, how, it, how you, know, you realize how men relate to each other and how women should relate to men, men should relate to women. When men and women relate to each other on that level, it, uh, the way you need to be related on or I need to be related on, we're, we're, we're all good to go. We're good right. to go. i tell you something. Right. Very, 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 very rarely do I meet a guy. I've never met a guy that said, man, that chick, I really thought she was hot, but I'm not going to date her because she is of the following race. Fill in the <laughs> blanks. No. I've right. never, no. Just the opposite. Right. How many people break boundaries, break rules, break conventions to do that because – the heart wants the love. What's the heart right. love? Exactly, exactly. And so I was really sort of humbled. I mean, I have to say though, I was like, I mean, I had never done an interview where I had experienced that sort of naked bigotry. Hey, and you, to my you, want me, you want me to, you want me to give Jesse Peterson a chance? I'm not feeling him the way you're feeling him. I'd have to find out more about him because. I, you know, the things that I've heard about him just are not endearing me. Um, so it was very, I mean, I've been on some hard radio shows. I've been in some hostile territory. But, you know, to be in a situation where Christians are trying to justify that God wanted us all to be separate, I, you know, that's, that's the kind of, like, throwback stuff from you know, from the 60s and the justification for, like, I feel like this woman would have been saying Leave this. Leave her out. Leave the woman out. She's not relevant. Leave her out. Okay. But, okay, here's why she's relevant. Because from my understanding, and until Jesse tells me differently, 
my understanding is that he agrees with her 100%. So until Peterson that he doesn't agree, then I, I feel like he totally co-signed. I listened to the interview, and I don't agree with that. I felt like Jesse was just, just not 100% engaged. But you know what? He wasn't 100% engaged with you. You were not 100% engaged with him. Neither one of you knew what knew what the other one what you had, and uh, that's you know that's just the way it is in in that world, right? But I will tell you something, you, that is not a hostile interview. I promise that is not even close to being a hostile interview. Nobody <laughs> said anything about your relative, any of this, no. <laughs> well, you, you granted you have an uphill battle with with the, the the stuff that you talk about. It's like really hard, you know, and like. Colin, I consider you a friend. You are a nice guy, totally salt of the earth. But I don't agree with everything about yes, what you say and do. And I certainly don't agree with you know. You know, I think that in in certain circles, you're going to attract a certain kind of crowd. And we kind of talked about that a little bit offline. But I know how you are, and I know the type of person that you are because I know that you personally. Um, and you're a good guy. You're a good guy. You know. Um, when I get when those people get attracted into my circles, I tell them the truth. When when the white nationalists come into my circles, I tell them I think they're insane. Said so anybody who wants to divvy people up like that is a nut job. And plus, I'm looking at you now. If you're a white nationalist, I mean, I've never met any white nationalists that were even close to being average, let alone superior. And so <laughs> they're not really good cases for their own argument. But right. Jesse, I mean, so it's just it's funny, funny because you know, like these these white nationalists are like, oh, you know, black women are so ugly, we're so dumb. You know, listen, I think I'm okay listen, looking. Very, and I think I'm pretty smart. You know, <laughs> they're a tiny, tiny, tiny. They're a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of the world, and we shouldn't amplify what they're saying because you know what? That's what they want, and they're not. They're not helping anything. They're not. They're not moving this conversation along. They just stop things by saying stupid stuff. I, I don't mind. I don't really care what anybody says. But if you're going to be stupid, go stupid on me. Then I don't have any use for you. Okay. So here's my last challenge to you. So you listen to the interview, and I know that you listened to it, and I know what you said. So let's just talk really briefly, though, about the stereotypes, though, that I felt were perpetuated by Reverend Peterson about black women being hard to manage and hard to deal with and not virginal, and that's why black men are going outside of their race to seek other women because black women are are mean they're not easily able to be dealt with and you know basically we're horrible human beings what say you about what that portion of what he said I don't, I don't you know I don't deal in stereotypes I don't even in my in my book what but I do he does okay well listen I heard a little bit of that but listen when you talk about race Inevitably, it's going to lapse into that. So I don't agree. If somebody says what that he, you know, I, I listen. Anybody who comes to me for an opinion or advice about women, you're in way bigger trouble than you think you are. Okay, that's the fact. And so I'm not an expert on this. I think all women are more trouble than I can handle. So what the heck do I know? <laughs> well, you know, I think in general, women women are women, but I think that. Um, the, the the good reverend got more than what he bargained for by messing with me because you know I still I don't even think he was messing like with you. you honestly came to the they they heard the interview Colin now I I understand your position as you know you're in this community these are your peers and I understand there's certain things that you can and can't say but I can tell you that people listen to that same interview white men like yourself. Who wrote into Jesse and said, "This is crap. This is hateful," and I want you to take that back. You're talking about my wife. I, I actually did not get that out of the interview, and uh, somebody wanted to point out that part. I would say fine, but here's the thing: I stopped playing gotcha with people a long time ago. I don't. I don't about I just, gotcha. It's. I, it was pretty obvious. Okay. You know what? I'll be happy to hear the clips. 
I mean, if you want to play that one clip about, you know, the the uh, the bone marrow stuff, it was like <laughs> I tuned out. If you want to play the yeah. clip about the no, stuff, I, mean, yeah, I tuned me. that out too. Yeah. You know, so. Well, let's just, okay. Let's just for fun listen to another brief clip. Uh, Chris, uh, I want to give you a chance to respond. We were talking about black women being angry because these men are getting them pregnant. Black men are getting them pregnant and walk away. They're walking away. And I say that to black women all the time, that if you take responsibility for yourself and don't have sex before marriage and wait and date and do it right, then you, you wouldn't end up in that type of situation. And if you do end up in that situation, just realize you were wrong for doing it, and that's why you're in that situation. And don't be mad at someone else. Then you can get over it, and life can get better for you. Okay. So far, oh. he's like crystal in 100%. Okay, but what he is saying is basically um, it, it's your fault for getting pregnant. And, you know, uh, um, if, you, if you wait, into, you know, if you wait to, 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 to get married, then, um, you know, you'll, you'll be happy. And if you don't get married, it's your fault. Let's go to another one. Well, I, here's the thing. Um, you can say wait till you get married, but... Black men ain't marrying. So who are we? Yeah, black men ain't marrying. Who are we supposed you're to marry? You're both on the same. I don't know. You're on the same side of this. Uh, I, you know, we're not on the same side because he feels like black women should should work things out. That black men and black women should stick around and work things out. I did not pick that up from that. Okay, here's another but one. But I'm a guy. What do I know? Okay. Black women are unwilling to wait. And so they sell themselves down the drain by having sex out of wetlock, and then they blame the person for them getting pregnant. Um, and so that's why I encourage them to live right, and because there are good black men out there who want to be married and who only want to be married to a woman who has not been with other men, but these black women are not willing to live that way, so they, the black men end up looking for other women. Because other women... Don't have sex before marriage. Um, nowadays they do, but men tend to prefer a woman who has not been with other men. So basically, uh, black men are marrying women of other races because they're they're more and more virgins. No, they're marrying them. I'm trying to figure out right. what kind of sex. Black men are marrying outside of their race primarily because other races tend to be easier to get along with. Uh, other races of women tend to be easier to get along with. And so they tend to do it for that reason. Okay. Colin? Uh, for the for like 90% of that, I thought he was like reading from your book. <laughs> Until he said black women are hard to deal with. Why would I say, why would I throw my, my sisters under the bus? See, I, I see. I don't think you do that. I think you're supporting your sisters. And I think you're telling them Listen, have higher standards. Go out and find a guy. Okay. So, okay, I, I have opened up the floor. So, okay, we're going to try to keep this organized. Is, did someone, if someone has something to say, raise your hand. Anyone have a retort to this? Yeah, no? I have something to say. Okay, Kimmy, you go on, girl. First and foremost, good evening, everybody. And I just wanted to say I am very upset with this man. He sounds like a cruel man that has, you know, many prejudices towards, you know, interracial love. And he just really doesn't know the real value of love. And he really attacked you on that show, and that really sucked. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for that. Um you know, Colin, you're just in a really tough situation here because I know I know how this is. You have a circle of conservative folks, and so you don't want to throw anybody off of the on the First bus. Point. Off the bus, but I don't care about that. Listen, okay. I'm you know, I'm like I'm I'm known as like the biggest truth teller in the whole damn country. If Je Jesse Lee Peterson was doing wrong, I would tell him. I tell you. Uh, I, I don't know why everybody's so hypersensitive about this when you guys are like 80 to 90, 80 90% of that. He, I, I swear to God, I thought he was reading out of your book. But when you say as a man, as a black man, 
um, the reason why black men are leaving you is because you're hard to deal with and you don't know how to be uh, chaste. When in fact, and we had this discussion on the blog, there, you know, there were black women who said, excuse me, I was a virgin, these guys made fun of me, they didn't want me, and when I married my white husband, I was a virgin. And so I, I feel like um, he, was, he was propelling and feeding into stereotypes that have been so destructive for black women and have led to things being more difficult for us. And I'm like, you're supposed to be a brother, you're supposed to be a reverend, and you're sitting here saying all these demeaning things about black women that were frankly cruel and hurtful and completely stereotypical. Boy, how do I get, if that's cruel and hurtful, all I have to say is, how do I get your life? That's all I want to know. <laughs> okay, so I want to, so I'm, I'm opening up the floor. Does anyone have anything to say besides Kimmy about what happened? No? Well, oh. wait, I see that Michelle is on, but she's not ready to talk to me. So well, it's basically, oh, who's this talking? Um, well, Colin, here's the thing. So basically, what I'm hearing you say is that I've just I'm 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 being too sensitive. What I'm hearing, this, no, okay, maybe you are, maybe you're not. Well, here's what I hear in both of what you and Jesse say is this, and, I, and like I said, I've been on his show, read his books, just like you. Mm -hmm. oh, on your show, your books, you're both saying, listen. Let's liberate ourselves from the stupid ideas about race that have everybody in shackles and chains. Jesse Lee Peterson is saying the same thing. He wants to liberate black people and white people. And you know, Crystalline, I'm not 100% sure if you know how important your own book is, but I believe that's what your book does. I don't know. I mean, uh, my, I do want to liberate. My, my passion is black women. I want to see our image enhanced. I want people to see our humanity. I want people to um, um, stop buying into stereotypes and um, you know so a big part of what I do is try to be that representation, that anti-stereotype that um, people have about about black women. So I guess you know I, I mean I I guess we're never going to get, you know, you know, right on the same page because you you, you did mention that um, that you, that you thought that the woman who called in at the end was kind of, you know, off completely, you know, off of her rocker. But I'm going to play this final clip of what Jesse said, and then um, you tell me. And this has to do with traditional marriage. Hold on for this standard human beings. So is it true you said that you're glad traditional marriage is going out the window in white countries? No, I said that the ideals of that um, each race should stay with their own, those ideals are dying out. And why is that good though? Marriage. I'm in a traditional marriage. Why is that good that that is dying out? I don't see that as being a good idea. Bingo. Uh, I do, and America agrees. So I, I mean, that's the only thing I can say is that you know I'm in a traditional marriage. My husband is white, but he's a man. But that's not traditional. You know, we're in a heterosexual relationship. We have children. We're in. We are a traditional marriage. But that's not traditional. Yes, it is. Traditional is for blacks to marry blacks, whites to marry whites, Asian Asian. That's only came about with this uh, liberal cultural. Really? Jeez. Because Frederick Douglass was married to a white woman. Diversity. Did you know that? Who's that? Frederick Douglass was married to a white woman. I know, but that wasn't traditional, though. You have yeah. accident in all situations. I think that a traditional marriage is between a man and a woman, so I'm in a traditional marriage. <laughs> Colin. See. Colin. Look, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't understand really what Jesse was saying. I think he was trying to almost make a being semantic about it to say, well, this is traditional, and he kind of got off on that. I don't think Jesse's, I don't think, you know, I'd be He said interracial marriage is part of a liberal agenda. 
Yeah, you know, okay. I mean, am I hearing this wrong? No, you it guys. Was it was all good. That was all good. Anyone else hear what I heard or what? Yeah. Okay. So what's saying? We're back on. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So uh, Kelly and Jimbo, what did you hear? Oh, exactly what you heard, ma'am. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm moderate, and I, I lean towards conservative. And I'm sorry. He basically, you saw, you saw what I wrote. Between him and and the lady, I said, what, "What's he trying to say? That uh, uh, a black cat should marry with a mate with a black cat and a white cat should be with a white cat?" I'm sorry, if a black cat sees a white cat, they're gonna mate. I don't care what they say. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Right, but a dog will also mate with a wolf. So I don't know what that guy was saying. I don't know if it was dropped on his head and how did he call him? How did he manage to um? How is he reverend? Uh, I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. How's what he, Bible how's he is he reading? Yeah, how's it find traditional? Uh, you know, that's what he was getting into, and, and people didn't see that. They were arguing not over the interracial thing. They were arguing over the meaning of the word traditional, and I didn't think that was that interesting to me, but, you know, what do I know? Yeah, but, but traditional... Wait, what he said, no, I mean, but do you see how he insulted tons of conservative families who are in interracial relationships by saying that their marriage is not traditional when we just had this huge... Um, you know, fight. You know, you you had conservatives were fighting against gay marriage because a traditional marriage was, according to them, between a man and a woman. And then you have this person who's coming in and saying, "No, you're you may be a woman and he may be a man, but because you're not, he's not black and you're not white, then that marriage is not traditional." And this is a liberal agenda. I mean, I just, I, I guess, I guess I get frustrated because I feel like this is gaslighting. Like, I'm not hearing what I'm hearing. It's some sort of nuanced thing, and I'm not hearing I'm what not, I just heard. I'm not, I'm not gaslighting you, but I also know. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking necessarily about yeah, you. I'm talking about just in general. I felt like when he did his response. It was. It sounded like he was gaslighting. I didn't mean that. I don't. I don't mind. Okay. Sorry. Listen. I'm just telling you. If this. I. I understand. Okay. If everybody wants. If. If you think that was. I hope. I. I pray. That's the worst insult you get for the rest of your life. What happened on that radio show today, or yesterday, whenever it was. Um, I hope so too. Listen. I believe. My feelings. I, I. I believe both of you got. I believe Jesse Lee Peterson is one of the most important people in the United States of America. And I also believe you are. Somebody's got a delay. Who's listening to me on YouTube? Somebody's listening to me on YouTube because yeah. I can hear myself. Yeah. I'm going to have to mute everybody. Um, okay, so... But here's the thing. Let me. You know what? Yeah, if, you listen, if you listen to Jesse Lee Peterson... You'll see, Crystal, and how he listen. I, I you know, sometimes I had this impression the first time when the first time I I interviewed you after I, you and I, you interviewed me and I read your book. Then you came on my show. I thought I kept thinking to myself, I don't even think she knows how important she is and her book is. I think she thinks it's a dating book. Guess what? It's not. It's um, a book about everybody. It's a book about you know. Hold, keeping your act together so when you do the most important thing in your life, form a family, you're going to be ready for it. And you're telling women that's the most important thing to them and to make sure they choose the right way and don't listen to all this BS you hear about you, black women have to marry black women, white, da, da, da. Don't listen to any of that. Oh, go, find a, go find a white guy to marry. <laughs> black yeah. women marrying black women, that could be kind of scary. I wouldn't want to be. Uh, that wouldn't want them to be two of my mamas. Oh Lord! I'm just telling you. Listen, I I'm really when I heard one that, black mama. I, was, I was so happy you were on the show. I was so. I'm so disappointed you guys didn't figure out how simpatico you are, and um, I'm, I'm, but I, I'm still hopeful. You're still hopeful. You're still like holding up the the, the you know you you've got the candles lit, saying a prayer. Okay, Colin. So tell me what's been going on with you. Tell me, I'm, huh? I'm what you, you said. You're working on another book. 
What is it You're about? Gonna, the book's called uh, Don't Make the Black Kids Angry. Ooh. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a quote from a, a Kansas City congressman. Okay, so I have a question for you. See. What, what do you say? What's your response when people say you're race baiting with these books? See, uh, baiting is kind of like insinuating, you know, and kind of like, you know, I, I come out and say it. I come out and document it. I'm not like dancing around it. I'm not. I'm not going like, well, you know, we have a problem in our urban cores today, and there's a lot of poverty there. No, 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 no. I'm saying, listen, we have a nasty problem with black mob violence, black on white crime, knockout game, and I document it. I document it with videos. I document it with 911 calls, and I document how the media doesn't cover it. And so, so do I don't even. I don't even. Do I don't even go to the like. Here's why it's happening, or here's the causes and solutions. So I just say this is happening. Mm -hmm. So why do you think people don't want to hear it? You know what? I get the same kind of people in my world as you get in your world. The ones who go to your page and go, "Crystalline, how could you tell black women not to blurry black men? You are, you know, you're a bad person." I, I get the exact same kind of crazy people talk, you know, coming at me. But I just brush them off because what I tell them is, listen, everything I talk about is on video. I document, you know, thousand footnotes in these. I, I do too much documenting. And what I'm saying is, I did not. Crystal, what I tell them is, I did not create this racial hyper racial paradigm. I did not create this hyper racial world we live in. I did not create the world of black caucuses, black colleges, black universities, black TV, black radio. Black newspapers. I did not create that. I'm just reporting on it, and 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 that's uh and that's what kind of gets people uh crazy about it. So I see where where did Matthew Matthew are you there Matthew Warner? He disappeared. It's just a chair. Oh no. I, w I wanted Matthew to talk because Matthew is in um the D.C. area and he's um. He works for the uh, federal government. It's very hush hush. Nice. So I wanted. Um, I was glad that um, <clears throat> that he was joining us because I wanted to kind of get his take on things. You got something to say? You, okay. know, you mentioned you mentioned secrecy. Mm -hmm. You know, the psychiatrists tell us we're only as sick as our secrets. And so we're very, very secretive about race. And Jesse Lee Peterson talks about this too, and a lot of people do. But they'll say that uh, white people are afraid to talk about race because when they do, somebody jumps on them the way you just mentioned there. Says, "Well, Colin, what do you what do you say when people say you're a pedophile or a race baiter?" Basically, the same thing. And so I'm not afraid of that because I, I I'm kind of like armed with my facts. But there's a lot of people that are trying to shut this conversation down. The same way they're trying to shut your conversation down, the same way they're trying to shut Jesse down. And I'm saying, I'm just a guy looking at the car crash, so don't complain me for the car crash. <laughs> but there's a lot of crazy, but the secrecy, Crystalline, the secrecy breeds mental illness. I see a lot of that. Okay, so Matthew has joined us. Matthew, I was I was trying to get you, because I know you, you work in D.C. You actually work for... Um, the federal government, very secret hush-hush, you know, going on. So I wanted to get your take on things. You're like one of the smartest men I know. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, and well, I well, well, I well what did you, what, did you, did you, did you get a chance to listen to the audio of the interview that I had with Jesse? Yes. What did, what did you think? I thought he was batshit crazy. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, so why? Why? What was your reasoning for it? Well, I mean, you know, it seems to me that I saw somebody who wanted to go back to a, a George Wallace sort of scenario. Or did I say that right? George Wallace from Wallace from uh, did I say the name right? Wallace the governor. I mean, you remember yes. the governor from 
Alabama, who said yeah, it seems to me that that's the same sort of scenario that was being that was being de depicted by Jesse in not so many words. Yeah, is that fair and, for me to say? Yeah, I think well, it is. I think it's fair, and um, Colin disagrees, and he has the right to his opinion. Um, I still love you, Colin. One of, us always... read, one of us has read Jesse's books and knows him very well, so all I can tell you is that's like that's just a fairy tale what that dude just said. Ooh, okay. Well, I just, I, I, I mean, I guess I just am just. I, I don't think we'll ever come to come together because you're saying something that I didn't see and perceive that a lot of people saw and perceived. So do you think this was more of an emotional thing and maybe I need to, to, to delve into Jesse's work a little bit more and give him the benefit of the doubt? Oh, uh, you know, that's up to you. But I'm telling you that you guys are saying the same thing. That's my point. Not that you're right or wrong, but that you're both saying unbelievably important things and you're both on the same page. I happen to know this is a fact, okay? I read both of your books. I listen to your, or read both of your blogs. I read all his stuff. So if anybody knows you two better than I don't think anybody on the planet knows both of you as well as I do. Period. How how are they? How are they? How are they on the same page? How are how are Christy okay. Lynn and this gentleman on the same page? Okay, who's speaking? So I can. This put is you Matthew. Okay, hold on. Yeah, this is okay. Matthew. Okay. I, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering how how. I guess I'd like to learn how how Christy Lynn and this gentleman, Mr. Roth, are on the same page because I heard I heard that I heard that was said, and I guess I need to have that explained to me as to how the parallels about how they're on the same page because I, I simply don't get it. Well, well he, uh, do you want to do you want to say no, it again, Colin? Or no, go ahead. I already said it once. Why don't you say? It? Well, basically, from what I understand, is that Colin he did answer this question earlier in the conversation before you were able to join us. Okay, sorry and about he, that. And he basically just said that we both, in our own way, try to hold the bot community accountable for certain things. And you know, that's the truth with me. You know how I do. So that's you the do parallels. That, you do that stronger and better than anybody in the country. You do it better than Jesse. And, I, and Jesse does it too. That's why Jesse gets people try to beat him up for the same reason they try to beat you up. Because when people wander into your world, going, "Oh, Crystalline, you know, I, 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 I can't, I, you know, I want to marry this girl, but she doesn't like me because I just got out of prison." You toss that guy, you know, that guy doesn't get a chance to stay around very long. And you're asking people to be responsible and accountable. That's not an easy thing to do. When yeah. the world is full of excuses for that kind of behavior. So, Matthew, do you have a do you have a? Am I misreading your am I misreading your your uh, my view of your world? Is that an accurate one, Crystalline? Um, Matthew, what do you think? Is he misreading? I I I can see the point where they're trying to hold the the African-American community accountable there may be a but that's a very minute minute sort of similarity I think I don't think it's that big I mean I if you're trying if if you're saying to if if he is saying that Christy Lynn is not in a traditional marriage what is he implying Right. I mean, I, I I would I would like him. I would like that. I would like Jesse to answer that question. And I it didn't seem like he really wanted to answer Christy Lynn's question on that uh, on that. I mean, uh, on that. And I, if you're cut, you know, they probably cut away several times. You know, I, I heard I heard I listened to the radio conversation. And they probably cut away several times or let or you know, th this is one of the situations where they're not going to give not going to give the guest their fair share of time. Uh, on the air, you know. So, I don't. Does that? Does that? Does that? Does that help explain this? Explain things a little bit. I mean, I guess to me, I didn't. I did. I did. I didn't see that there was a. I didn't see. I, I, <laughs> you didn't see the similarity. I did well, not see the similar. I did not see the similarities because I thought I would. I thought. I thought I would see somebody 
who was more who, who was more more open. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think that if anything, this has taught me the uh, the spectrum of the conservative um, audience. You know, just like with the liberal audience, it goes from ultra t to almost scary to, right. you know, right on the, you know, teetering the line between conservative and liberal, you know. So I think that there's, um, there's a spectrum. So I think if anything it taught me that we can't all categorize conservative people as being the same type of people. Not all conservatives are racist. Not all conservatives want, you know, the black people to go back to Africa, you know, um, and not all conservatives um, uh, necessarily, I would say, I mean, not a, you, the people who you think might ha hold bigotry might not necessarily look like how you think they would look. Sometimes people who harbor bigotry look just like you. Crystalline, let me ask you a question. Sure. Uh, uh, did I misread your blog uh, and your book? But when when black women go out with white men and they get comments, where are the comments? Bad comments. Where do they overwhelmingly come from? Black men, overwhelmingly. What a white guy. So you know. That's the world we're living in now. We're not living in a world where you know where people are making up fairy tales, going, "I want Christian to go back to 1960 or 1952 or whatever." No, the white guys are very, you know. And when so Jesse's, you know, I think Jesse got on this little point about traditional, and, and he, he he wasn't saying traditional was necessarily synonymous with good. He was just kind of having playing a little word game. And I, I, I don't think Jesse, I know Jesse doesn't have any problem with that. But you know, honestly, I don't like word games. I like for people to say what they mean and mean what they say because that's the only way I can process. Yes. So, and, and if you're not going to, you know, if I have to do all these analyses and cross analyses and then I have to read your book and I have to know your bio to know that you're not insulting me or being a bigot, then I think maybe your communication skills with me to be a little bit Absolutely. He should have, he should have defined exactly what he meant by traditional. Exactly. And I was trying to get him to ask. Yeah. So, I mean, so basically, Colin, I appreciate you coming on. You're, you're, you're still my buddy. Still got love for you. And um, so tell everybody where they can find you because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people watching this. I'm easy to find at whitegirlbleedalot.com. I do a lot of stuff on YouTube. Got a new book coming out March 1st. I'm all over the place, so easy to find. Okay, I have a person on the chat who asked, who is Jesse Peterson married to? You know, I didn't even know this until um, until I somehow found it out. Somehow, I think maybe on your blog. Maybe he's not married. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, he's not married, y'all. He's trying to tell folks how to be married. He ain't married, so y'all make y'all own conclusions on that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Jesse, you know, he's a minister, so he has a lot of good ideas about how people should get along, and I, and I really don't think he was saying what you think he was saying. But you know what? I'll ask him. Ask him and get back to me, and when he's ready to say sorry to me, then maybe I'll go back on his show. Oh, man. How do I get your life? Where I get these national, I get to have to ask these national quality people who are very nice to me to apologize before I go back on their show. How do I get that life? All you have to do, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some advice. Get a fro, tan for a really long time, smile like this, and bash your eyes, <laughs> and that's how you get. To tell people to come back and ask you after they apologize. That's how that works. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, Colin, Listen, if you last, can do that, words. you're Listen, in. My last words for me, if you want to kick me off now, I'm fine. Uh, don't worry about who I am or you can find me. Look, Listen to Jesse Lee Peterson. Go look at his videos. Listen to his show. 
I believe this man's doing and saying some of the most important stuff in the country. And guess what? He's saying the same thing as Crystalline. And I can't wait till you find that out. Till both of you find that out. Oh, I'm going to look just because I'm curious, and then I'm going to get back to you. So whenever I get to, where are you, North Dakota or South Dakota? Oh, my. Is it like across the street from each other? Is it like North Dakota is on one side I'm of the street? I'm on the, I'm, on the East Co I'm on the East Coast right now. Okay, where are you now? Uh, I'm in Delaware. Oh, you're in Delaware. Why do I think you're in the Dakotas? You're in Delaware. Okay. So if I make it up there, am I going to, can we get sit down and have a drink? Sure. That's not far from here, too. All right. Well, then maybe Matthew and Colin and you and me, we could, all three of us can go out for a drink. Sounds good. All right. Well, you guys, thank you for joining me. Um, I appreciate um you guys, this has been a great conversation. Um, I don't think that we, you know, never, nothing is going to be solved in one night, but I feel like we've gotten a little bit of clarity um, I, on either which way. So you guys make your own conclusions, and I will see you next Friday, and you guys are awesome. Before Bye. You, no, before I wait, wait, wait. Before wait, you wait. Know, who's, who's all here? There's a lot. Okay, so there's Casey Butterworth. Um, of course, there's Colin, there's Kelly, Kimmy. Oh, and I have to just make an announcement. I saw Kimmy. I know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> Kimmy and Michael are a thing. Michael, yes. they met on our Google yes. Plus Hangout. Colin, you I need to join our, our private Google Move group. From St. So Louis. Get you a girlfriend. We'll get you a girlfriend, Colin. <laughs> um, yeah. You're so good. Get me more than one. <laughs> We've got Kimberly and Matthew, and of course, I mentioned Michael and Michelle and Tamar. Thank you guys for joining me. And there's also some, a bunch of people listening. And um, I'm sure there's going to be more commentary on the YouTube channel. And meet me here next week. We'll have something else to talk about, I'm sure. Right. Bye. Bye. You guys are awesome. Thank you again, Colin. Thank you.